0: Hello everyone and welcome to your next episode of Mahita Talks. I'm your host Sherry Altergatt, Chief Experience Officer at the CX Edge. Well we have a very special treat for you today. We not only have our outgoing and current CEO of Mahita, Ms. Liz Richards, but we have our incoming and new CEO of Mejita, Jeanette Walker, together. Thank you guys for joining us today.
1: Thanks for Thank having us. Care. Yeah, I'm no, really excited still,
0: to be here. I've been super pumped about this one. Um, Liz, obviously, I've known you for a long time, and Jeanette, we haven't had as much chance to get to know each other yet, um, but I could not be more excited to talk to you guys today and to really talk about what's going to happen with Mahita as we go through the end of the year. I can't even believe we're gonna talk a little bit about 2024 yet, even though it's only a few months away. Um this year, I'm sure for both of you has gone by really, really fast with a lot of changes. And Liz, I don't know, I'm sure you remember, but you are the first Mahita Talks podcast guest.
1: I oh, do I remember. Didn't know that yeah. You know, really well, hey. Thanks to you, Sherry. It was your idea. This is your baby. And I remember you coming into the Mahita office and talking through the idea. Podcasts were fairly new at the time. And it was a great idea. And look what you've done. Look how you built this. And yeah, I was honored to be your first guest. Well,
0: Thank you. And you know we didn't have any type of platform yet so you were graciously (laughs) our first guest and now you know four years into it it's gone really really good so thank you guys for being a part of this episode and thanks liz for your support of kind of doing this over the last four years um so i thought we kind of jump in liz now you've been around for 30 years, I know a lot of people know you, i have seen you, not as many people have heard from Jeanette. And I know you've had a lot of opportunity at the last half of this year to meet members and go to different events. But Jeanette, I was hoping to kind of kick it off with you. If you could give us a little bit more of kind of your story and how you got into material handling. Sure,
2: um, so I used to actually live in the Chicagoland area, um, north of Chicago. Um, in Gray's Lake, So I was driving one day in a snowstorm in Chicago to my job at a steel company in Northbrook, if you know the area, and it was an hour and a half drive. And I drove right past this company called Intrupa. And at the time I had one son who was quite young and I'm like, I'm not going to spend three, four hours on the road every single day. Um, And so I took a chance on Intrupa. I put an application in Um, And I got hired there. I started working for the CFO and Trooper was an aftermarket supplier for forklift parts. Um, And I worked my way up. So I started working for the CFO and then I moved on to the customer facing side of the business. Um, I started in marketing, then went to customer service and then we got acquired. We were acquired by a company called TVH in 2006. um, And then I moved to Kansas City. Um, By then, I had two kids, um, two boys, um, made a really good life in Kansas City. I was uh, the global director of marketing, moved to the VP of sales role, um, and then I had an opportunity with Makita. So uh, when I first got the job in the industry, that was 2001, so I've actually been in the industry for well over 20 years. Uh, I grew up in the industry, and the industry has always been really, really good to me.
0: Awesome. That's such a good story. And it proves that once you get into material handling, you it's really hard to find your way out of it. Um, we hear that time and time again. <laughs> um, Liz, I thought maybe we could circle back to you. Like I said, I think a lot of people know your story and you've been around and, and know a lot of the members really, really well. But I was hoping to hear from you that over a 30-year career, I know you have more achievements than, you know, you could count. But could you give us some of your
1: favorite achievements through the year working with Mahita? Sure. So actually, it's 28 years. So don't date me. Sure. <laughs> It'll <be> 28 years <laughs> at the end of the year. Um, so I've been thinking about this. And of course, a lot of people have been asking me this question. And oftentimes, I'll talk through our strategic planning process, which um, one of your former Bosses, Sherry, helped us really build at Nahita. And that has really driven a large part of our success because it really focuses on what's happening in the industry, what we foresee happening in the industry, and then identifying those trends. And then we build all of our programming around those trends. So, of course, that's been a huge accomplishment. I attribute that strategic planning process, not the plan, but the process, to a large part of our success. And I know you're very familiar with that process because right. you've lived and breathed it for many years in your previous life it's fantastic i um, still
0: use it today though even for my own company so yeah i mean you can you can
1: use it in a personal sense you can use it for any business any for-profit business any not-for-profit and i would say the majority of our board members former board members current board members who have been exposed to that process have incorporated it somehow in their lives. So that's a big part of it. But um, the other thing that I have to say has been an incredible achievement is the fact that Mahita has such a good reputation among members that we have a long list of people who would like to serve on the board. And I think that is a testament to the value of Mahita And of course, we can't put everybody on the board. We try to make sure that the board demographics mirror the demographics of the membership so we're geographically dispersed large companies medium sized um, smaller companies from different industry segments industrial truck engineered systems integrators storage and handling um, so we we can't put everybody on there but just the fact that people are knocking on our door saying hey i want to serve on the board to me, I think that just demonstrates the value that people find in Nahita and, and the excitement that they have in thinking about service to the industry. I work with a lot of other trade associations and I've been asked so many times, like how do you get your board members so involved? And it's just really exciting. And I think it's just a big part of our culture. Um, and then finally our team, I mean, they are just fabulous. And you know that Sherry and Jeanette, of course, you guys have both worked with them for so long and um, when I started with Nahida, there were four of us, and uh, we're still lean and mean with 10 people, and we get so much accomplished, and everybody's heart is in Nahida to the nth degree. We all care so deeply about the association and the members, and I think that really shows in everything that we do. So those are the things that I'm I'm probably most proud of.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, especially with the team that you've built. and and left Jeanette with you've definitely put her in a a great position to have a lot of support and and good support through the the team so that's awesome um Jeanette I think it's been and and you correct me if I'm wrong I think it's been about six months ish since you've been a part of the Mahito team um over the last six months I'm sure it's been sort of a, a whirlwind of kind of getting up to speed and attending the various events and getting to know the members um, so as you've kind of gone through the six month process, what have you, what has experience been like kind of meeting some of the Mahita
2: members? Oh, it's been fantastic. So I've, um, put Liz through a lot in the last, in the last few months, She's uh, gone on a, a, a tour of mm. the States with to visit a bunch of members. So I grew up on the forklift side of the business. The company that I worked for was a manufacturer and distributor for industrial equipment parts. So really what I needed to lean into is I needed to lean into the systems integrators and the the warehousing aspect of our membership. Um, so they were very, very nice. Um, they took me on a couple of member visits in Chicago. Um, we also went up to Wisconsin. And then I've attended every Bajita event since I started in July. Uh, so that means women in industry, the wow. automation solutions I went to. So I've been really, really lucky. I think from August into October, Liz and I traveled for six weeks straight just to wow. make sure I could meet the members, learn the new industries. And I knew them, but I knew them as a customer. So that that's really, really different. We had a couple of member visits that Katie and Liz set up for me where they really gave me an education on what it meant to be a systems integrator and also what it meant to be in the storage and handling space. So those were super, super beneficial. And then the Automation Solutions Conference, when I went to that, I really sat in it like a student. So, I could really, really learn about the industry. And and that was designed for people who wanted to get into it. So, for me, it was absolutely perfect. And then I think we've done, I don't know, a, it feels like a dozen video calls a day just so I can get to know everybody.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, there's a lot.
1: How many members total does Mahita have these days? We're just uh, near 600 ish, 600 companies, equating to several thousand individuals yeah. that we communicate with.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So Liz, gonna skipping back to you for a minute. I think the question we're all wondering is what is retirement gonna look like for you? I can't tell
1: you how many times I've asked
2: that question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do in retirement? You're gonna be so bored. Um, so <laughs> My my answer is always whatever I want. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Like um and really selfishly speaking, um, it has been so busy personally for me with a lot of family issues these last since gosh, twenty fifteen. Um, and of course a very demanding job with Mehita. So I'll just say selfishly, it's going to be a lot of me time. Um There's so many things that I would like to do that I haven't had time to do. I like art very much. I'm going to take some art classes. My husband is a really good golfer. He wants me to golf with him. So I've agreed to do that. Um, (laughs) And uh, really just spend a lot of time with family and uh, read. And, you know, do all the things Jeanette and I were laughing. We talk about different shows that we like to watch and, you know, nobody ever has time to really do that. And so I'm looking forward to going back to this long list of movies and series and shows and start watching some of those and really just relaxing a little bit. A lot of people say, oh, are you going to travel in your retirement years? And I'm like, you know, I've kind of done my share of travel. I'm (laughs) super excited about that right now, but someday, (laughs) not right away. I'm kind of happy to be home.
0: Yeah, good for you. I mean, that's the American dream, right? I mean, you work hard and then you get to enjoy the fruits of all your labor. So congratulations. That's that's fantastic. And if you're ever looking for a drink, I'm always available. Oh, talking. I know where to find you, Sherry. We have long, <laughs> <years> ago, girlfriend. <laughs> so I know that um, we just came off the women's conference, and I was shocked at how many new people were at that conference this year, that maybe their company had been a part of Mihita for a long time, but they were new to the industry, you know, not really sure what to expect. Um, and I know we do get a lot of new people listening to this podcast. So I was hoping that we could get maybe just a quick overview of some of the benefits of really being a Mahita member.
1: Well, I'll take that first and then hand it over to Jeanette. We actually just talked about this yesterday is the elevator speech, if you will. It's, it is very difficult to put into words the magic of Mahita. Um, I think the magic was, um, in full view at the women in industry conference, just to use that as an example, um, the theme more, I mean, if you go on LinkedIn right now and you see all the comments that people have written and Sherry, you did such a fantastic job as our host, which you always do. But I mean, you really nailed it this time. It's really being surrounded by others that share the same. Challenges that you do opportunities, especially if you're new to the industry, but even if you're not new to the industry, and I think it's also one of the reasons why people want to get on the board, because so many times board members will say I got more than I gave because they have the opportunity to really share and learn from one another learn from other people's. Mistakes and failures and avoid them in the future, and then also learn about other opportunities. Our industry is all about collaboration. And once you drink the Kool-Aid, if you will, with Mihita, and you come to an event, or you join a Net group, or you participate in a conference, to the convention it just you just feel it and it's really hard to put into words and every once in a while you'll come across somebody like why would i want to share my secrets you know it's not about that it's about raising the bar of professionalism across the entire industry Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'll just add on to that. So when um, I heard about Liz's retirement, one of the reasons why I was interested in joining the Mahita team is because I've worked with them for such a long time. The very first conference that I went to was in 2007 and I've gone to them ever since. I think you network with authenticity at Mahita events in a different way from a lot of other, um, I guess, industry events. I think at Mejita, Mejita takes the time to build the space where people can really network and learn, and they share strategies openly. The Mejita team makes those connections for people who are new to the industry, and they're also incredibly welcoming. And I think the industry as a whole is welcoming. You know, it's hard to explain to people sometimes what material handling is, (laughs) you know, and I I used to say my boys didn't even know what I did for a living because I didn't understand what material handling was. Uh, A side effect I think of COVID is everybody understands supply chain and people are a little more interested in what material handling actually does and how important we are. I take the importance of this industry incredibly seriously. I think we make a big difference in the countries where we are. I think we make a big difference to the economy and it's really nice to talk to like-minded people who have such a passion for the industry.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I started going to Mahita events, I think starting back in 2005 um, as kind of just starting out my career and have always attended events you know, over almost the last 20 years in all the stages of my career. So um, no matter where you are from a career development perspective, Mahita always has something to offer. And I think that's also another one of the great benefits of Mahita is that it's not just for entry level. It's not for new people. It's for people who have been doing it for 30, 40 years um, Can still learn something from the events so thank you for that now kind of moving and now we know why we should have a Mahita membership um but what can we look forward to in in 2024 that's coming up real soon
2: well yeah 2024 is coming up soon, so we're going to start the year actually with a, a regional event that's going to be in the southeast which is going to be very rich in content. Um, that will be posted online in in the next three to four weeks and then of course next year, we have parts and service. We have emerging leaders we will have another women in industry and convention next year is in San Diego and we're really, really excited about it. We're about finali We're about finished with the agenda um, and all the content for the conference. We have more speakers lined up than typical, I think, Liz. We have a lot of speakers. We're gonna have a lot of sessions where if you're in the leadership space, you're in finance or you're in sales, we'll have something for everybody. So it won't be just one thing for you to choose from from a time slot, we're gonna have multiple options. Because I think one of the great things about convention is everybody will find a space there. Everybody will learn something, we'll have clear takeaways, and it doesn't hurt that it's in San Diego, which is a great city to visit.
0: doesn't hurt at all that does
2: not I have to
1: say i'm a little bit jealous (laughs) after going through all these speaker calls some of the speakers that we have lined up are so phenomenal um the women in industry um actually going to do a lunch instead of a breakfast that's at least what we're planning because we heard from some of the women why do we have to get up so early for the women in industry breakfast so we're going to do it as a lunch but um, I know you're going to be at the convention, Sherry. You're going to love some of the speakers and the women in industry speakers, especially. It's super exciting.
0: Yeah. yeah I, and...
2: Sorry, go ahead, Sherry.
0: Oh, no, I'm just, I'm really excited about, you guys always do such a great job. And and like you said, I'm I'm looking forward to going to San Diego for a few days.
2: Yeah, I think peeking behind the curtain on actually how the convention has been organized. I've been really, really lucky to join the team when I did because I'm able to participate in the convention from the very beginning and I'm super yeah. eager to learn. So I've sat in on all the calls listening and I think our speakers are going to be fantastic, all of them. We have a really big surprise on day two that we're really excited about. It's something brand new. We're going to start the day off with a, with a bang. So you'll be able to find that on the website in about another month.
0: Awesome. Looking forward to hearing more about that, for sure. Um, Liz, kind of going back to just your impending retirement, you kind of told us what (laughs) your biggest accomplishments were over the last 28 years. Um, But what are you going to miss
1: the most? Well, there's absolutely no question I'm going to miss the people. The people in this industry, when I first started, I didn't, similar, similar to um, Jeanette's first experience, you know, driving by, I happened upon Mejida in a very random way. Um, somebody who I knew very well was actually my predecessor, was there for a year and he was moving on and suggested I interview with the search committee and I had no idea what material handling is or association management, nothing. Um, but from day one, everybody was so welcoming and so willing to help me figure this all out, the staff, the members, the board, everybody, and just the industry members themselves. It is different, I think, than a lot of other industries. People are so gracious. They have really high values. Um, And, you know, maybe it's just a part of being in an association. Once you decide you're going to join an association, you have that mindset. But I, I'm going to really, really miss that. I'm going to miss all the little random phone calls that I get from people, you know, that might need this, that, or the other thing. I love helping people. I come from a mindset of service. And so that part I'm going to, I'm definitely going to miss. Jeanette, on
0: kind of the opposite side, what are you looking forward to the most going into 2024 as mahita CEO?
2: Well, so I was lucky enough to be part of the strategic planning process, so we timed when I started working for Mejita just so I could be part of that process from the very beginning, I had a week with Liz and then we went right into our executive meeting where we did the strategic planning process and it really is amazing to see up close and personal so the 2024 business trends now next year i really get to work with the team to see what education are we going to do to support it what are we going to do at convention what new tools and resources will we be able to give to our members in what I think next year will be a challenging year for the economy overall. Um, So we're really focused on giving our members whatever we can to make sure everybody's successful next year as much as possible. And the business trends really lead us into what the programming looks like, what the services are. And and I'm excited to do a full year with everybody so I can see everything from the very, very beginning.
0: Well, we're certainly looking forward to it i Jeanette I'm not sure if you're familiar with our lightning round on Mahita talks. I know Liz, you are very familiar
1: um, I'm scared so
0: night I you Liz, you're the o g at this you already know um, you already know how to do it. this will be Jeanette's first turn in the bucket, so to speak um so i have kind of time questions just to kind of get to know you guys a little bit better you'll both answer the same question so the first one i'll just start with liz and go to jeanette and then the second one we'll start with jeanette and go to liz um are you guys ready to enter the lightning round of Ready. okay <laughs> all right liz you're gonna kick this off give us your first
1: celebrity crush oh gosh I i have to be fast oh. about this oh okay tom Selleck. Oh, good. P.I.
2: Yeah, that's good. Donny Osmond, unfortunately.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, Jeanette, what is your favorite Halloween candy?
2: Um, I. Oh my gosh. Caramel.
1: I'm glad you didn't say candy corn. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll say Milky Way. Frozen milky way, though. It has to be frozen. Frozen. I haven't tried frozen, but that's I like good. frozen, and then you kind of eat all around the chocolate, and then you get to the caramel and the nugget.
0: You know, I do that, and I get so berated by my family and friends by eating it like that. But I agree with you. It's the best way. You kind of it savor every piece way. of it.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: all right. Liz, would you want to live forever? No. Jeanette. No. All right, Jeanette, what is the most important lesson you've learned this year?
2: Oh, I've learned a lot of lessons this year. Um, I think I've learned so much from Liz. It's really hard to kind of narrow that down to one. I think what Liz and I have done together in the transition um, is to share knowledge graciously. Um, And I think we also both allow each other to be in the same space without taking anything away from the other one. So I think we have a lot of similarities, but we're also quite different in some ways. And we've had to share a job for four or five months. That could not go well in a lot of instances. And I think in ours, I don't know that I would change a single thing. We share the space graciously. I've learned a lot from her in a very short period of time. I think. Being open to change sounds like a ridiculous thing to learn at this point in my life, but I think being open to change and whatever that brings with it is is a really big lesson I've learned. Really big.
0: That's awesome, Liz. How about about you? What's the most important lesson you've learned this
1: year? Um, so being the CEO slash boss, what I'm continuing to learn, and a lot of it is because of um my relationship, how it's evolved with Jeanette is to keep my mouth shut. Um, You know, when, sorry, but I mean, I'm so used to, you know, constantly, I'm giving my opinion and I'm really trying to be more cognizant and I will give my opinion when, and I try to kind of hold back because I don't want to be the one that's always saying, you know, this is, this is what I think, or this is the way we've done it. And, you know, this works. And I want to let, Jeanette have that opportunity to formulate her own opinions because it's, it's yours now. And so, um, and that's not been easy for me to keep my mouth shut, <laughs> I have a big mouth. That <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: all right, Liz, would you rather have a talking pet monkey or a talking pet penguin?
1: Oh gosh, definitely a monkey. I love monkeys.
0: Jeanette, would you rather have a talking pet monkey or a talking pet penguin?
2: Monkey. They look cuddly. Yeah, Yeah, they they do. do. Until they they rip their face off. (laughs) Jeanette,
0: do you have any phobias? We won't use it against you
2: either. Uh, Yeah, I really don't like heights. I really don't. Just not at all. Anywhere. Liz, I don't Who think knows? you're afraid of
0: anything.
1: I don't think I have. I'm trying to think if I have any phobias. I, think- well, I, I don't like spiders. So I pretty much like any living creature. Like even if there's like a random bug in my house, a box elder bug or whatever, I'll pick it up with the tissue and put it outside. Spiders, sorry. I they going. don't live
0: long in my house. Either. I don't like spiders. Liz, as a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Um, you know, I never really aspired to anything. I just kind of took life as it was thrown at me. I didn't have, I like, I didn't to think, oh, I'm going to be a nurse or a teacher or doctor or whatever. I just kind of went along with the flow.
2: Jeanette, how about you? When I was really little, LA law was a thing. So I wanted to be a lawyer. I actually dressed up as a lawyer one time for Halloween. <laughs> how do you dress up as a lawyer it was a super cute little suit i took my dad's briefcase and i trick-or-treated with briefcase they put the candy in the briefcase (laughs) I
0: (laughs) i was little all right jeanette what is the worst job you've ever had
2: oh the worst job i ever had i was a bartender in london one summer when i was a college kid and it was brutal it was just brutal <laughs> they weren't very friendly um i think americans are super friendly and where we were in london they were not friendly people and i need a smiling face
1: well, liz how about you
2: gosh
1: you know i've pretty much loved all my jobs and i loved being a bartender but it was in the united states um i guess my one job in high school i was I worked in a dental office after school, and I was like the cleanup girl, if you will. That was kind of gross at times, but I still liked that job. And he specialized with kids, so kids could sometimes do icky things. <laughs> I right. won't go into detail, and I had to clean it up. That was not always fun, but but
2: I liked that, that job fun. too.
0: All right, last one. Um... Liz, what was the last thing that pleasantly surprised you?
1: The last thing. Um, hmm. um, okay. So this is a little random and personal. So we did a celebration of life for a dear friend on Sunday, and there were 14 of us girls and one of the girls is very spiritual and she brought a bunch of crystals and different gongs and we all sat around in a circle she told me she was going to do this and i was a little bit concerned that some people would think it was hokey or whatever my mom was there who's 96 and i thought i could just imagine my mom like what is this what are we doing and it was absolutely beautiful it was such a spiritual wonderful just treasured time to remember our, our good dear friend it was really really nice
0: Oh, that's so nice yeah. tonight how about you what's the last thing that pleasantly surprised
1: you
2: so in my previous position i traveled a lot and i i mean a lot um all over the world and i had never been in nashville so actually convention <laughs> this year, when we went to Nashville and we had never been to Nashville, I will mm-hmm. say there may maybe parts of the streets that weren't as clean as I would have liked, but in general, I, I loved Nashville and it really did surprise me. I expected kind of probably a little bit less than nothing. Cause I heard it was like the Las Vegas, uh. Midwest, but I <laughs> liked it. I loved it. I loved the live music. I liked the vibe. I just liked everything about Nashville, so
0: i agree That's i love nashville i think i it, it three times this year <laughs> well that sadly brings us to the end of our discussion today um liz i know i've told you this many times before but i don't think we can thank you enough for everything you've done for mahita and the community over the last 28 years um you certainly will be missed but i have a feeling we'll see you around um kind of popping in and out of things and Jeanette, I could be more excited to get to know you better and, and see what kind of the future holds for Mahita as we go into 2024 and beyond. Um, I'm thrilled to have you a part of the team and um, looking forward to a great future for everyone. So thank you guys for joining me today. Um, I'll give you, Liz, I'll give you the last word if there's any sort of parting words you want to give on what will probably be the last
1: podcast we'll do together yeah well um, from the bottom of my heart thank you thank you to all the Mahita members thank you for allowing me to serve in such an incredible um, industry um, thank you to our team thank you to you sherry for all that you've done for Mahita. you really have helped elevate me value especially to the women in the industry and you continue to do that the conference this year was just fantastic and Thank you to Jeanette, you are tremendous. I could not have asked for a better partner in this and this transition has been so seamless and I wish you nothing but great things and all the best.
0: Awesome, well, I don't think there's a better place to leave it than to leave it there. So thank you guys and uh, we'll see you next time on Mahita Talks. Good. Okay. thanks thanks, thanks Jeanette.
2: Thanks, Liz.